October 19th, write it down in your calendar, all right? Because Terry, John, Mike, myself, live at the Improv. We will be doing Jim Cren, no restrictions, at the Improv, October 19th. It's going to be like a late afternoon. We'll have details at jimkren.com. Go to jimkren.com for the details for October 19th. I'd love to see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are recording live from the Cabo Comedy Festival in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. With Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki, and here's your host, Jim Cren. Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. We are on the beach, literally on the beach in Cabo San Lucas, the Comedy Festival rolls on and our livers are in bad shape but we are in, we are in great shape uh once again i have a wonderful oh, view of uh mike yeah. wysocki oh, I'm, I'm opposite the, my back my back is always to the beautiful beach the way this is set up but that's okay so uh roddy's here roddy's wearing jeans here uh, but he's he's the key guy he's he's keeping us on he's keeping us on the air roddy's in on keeping the brain cells together for the week you know and paul paul's where's paul we lost paul no he's yeah he's somewhere we got josh here mike waisaki uh, terry's doing a set somewhere a tv set somewhere. oh yeah yeah uh john evans we found him finally after being missed for 48 hours <laughs> in uh, some mexican jail or somewhere we we found him. He got bailed out. John was so high last night, he didn't even recognize who I was. <laughs> I actually, me and Mergy were like, hey, John, who are, you? who are these guys begging for money? Kick me out. But welcome I don't back remember that Earth. at all, uh, believe it or I not. I noticed. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Your eyes were glazed. It was yeah. incredible. I, I almost want to say, what, what are you taking and will you share it? You know? I blame uh, David Settlemeyer for buying tequila for everyone uh, over David, and over and over. He's, sorry, yeah, he's, he's really culprit. embraced the, the culture. He's a beach god. He's a beach god, yeah. Aaron Cliver's hanging out here, and and my buddy, new buddy. I tell you what, Kevin Kevin Klein's here, uh, comedian. He is a host of his own show on Playboy, and uh, I got to tell you, I I feel so bad. Like, right off the bat, I, I was an I was an asshole. To him. I would expect it from what I've heard we of you. Started out. <laughs> with, you know, t- tell him how we started dating. We started. <laughs> well, of course, I know you. You're a radio legend. You're, you're one of the good ones, you know, in an in a, in a industry full of uh, assholes. And, uh, you know, and I go, you got one, one good guy left, uh, this, this Pittsburgh legend. And then he comes up to me, and I go, oh, good. A couple of radio guys going to meet, talk about the good old days, big T-shirts and gas station prize wheels. Yes. And he goes, hey, man, nice to meet you. Uh, you're supposed to host the show tonight? I go, yeah. He goes, not anymore. You're not. I go, all right. Well. He goes, but uh, come sit on the beach with me tomorrow, and oh, I'll blow cigar smoke in your mouth. That's right. That's <laughs> so, here, so here we are. That's how I roll, right? So here we are. Okay, no problem. It's a pleasure. Thank, Thank you for you, having buddy. me. Thanks for stopping by. A lot of fun. This is all right, man. You travel deep. This is some crew you have. <laughs> Definitely, uh, uh, yeah. Our, uh, Kevin's one of those guys that you meet him and you like him in like two seconds. He fits right in. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I, yeah, after five minutes, <laughs> and I'm not saying that how long he... did it take me to invite you down here? I'm yeah, it was pretty quick. I said, get the well, fuck down I think down you felt here. bad about what happened, to be honest. <laughs> you, you offered me either a handy in the bathroom or a spot on your podcast. Yes. Uh, after went, the, after the podcast. handy, I took the podcast. You <laughs> <laughs> greedy. Greedy, I know. <laughs> Tell you what, uh, uh, 
I shared a Cuba, gave you Cuban cigar, which is nice. Very nice of you. I'm loving the Cuban cigars here. I am the worst negotiator ever for, for the, I, yeah, because I, I bought these cigars. I bought a bunch of them, and, and the guy goes, uh, $117. Pulled a credit card out. He goes, yeah. He said, you know, give me cash. It'd be better. I would do something to negotiate. He goes, yeah. I ended up paying 110 I mean, it's really it's like seven dollars. I just kept feeling bad. I started at fifty, and he looked at me like, "Yeah, I go sixty, yeah, a hundred." Negotiate about six percent off. Yeah, it's just, you know. And it's I found out one of the things I found out in Cabo is that uh, they only sell uh, Adderall in increments of eighty dollars. That's what you're on. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I tried to buy some Adderall, and they said really? thirty pills for eighty bucks. You can't buy like a couple of Adderall. Ah, they don't do it. They didn't work that way. That's Mass amazing. Quantities. You don't need a you don't need a prescription. No. In it. Well, they have giant Viagra superheroes on every street corner. Have you seen the giant blue diamonds with capes on? That's awesome. Like Boner Man just That's waiting outside of every pharmacy <laughs> to let you know. This is what they want you to do here. They want you to smoke their cigars and walk around with raging erections. <laughs> the, we- the weirdest ads, too. Like, you know, Pharmacica, you'll see the sales like uh, painkillers and Funyuns or something. Some kind of weird food <laughs> you can buy either, you know. And you don't need, a prescri- you don't need prescriptions for the painkillers. That's crazy. Yeah, it's great. Mexico is a good place to go if you have vices, but if you don't have them, they yeah. will they will talk you into them because that's all they want to do. Like you walk to the beach to like enjoy the sun, and next thing you know, this guy's got you buying heroin out of a briefcase. <laughs> You're like, I didn't even think I wanted heroin. He's like, Well, you know, you got a bracelet. Here's some heroin, sir. This is a very nice briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah next thing you bought the briefcase too. I, I you know, I'm, st- I'm still trying to figure out the, the the peso what it what it is. I mean, it's like a thousand pesos is like twenty dollars or something. I have no idea. Twelve to one. Is, is that what it is? Yeah, it's like yeah. twelve to one. Twelve to I got one, a bill yeah. last night. It was a thousand pesos. It's like, holy shit! And I'm picking up the tab. What is this? And they say, Oh no, no, it's a hundred bucks or whatever. It has. It's worth a lot less when you try to give them pesos. Yeah. They say, and, but then when they try to give you change and you give them a hundred dollar bill, yeah. and then they go, they give you back some pesos. They go, oh, it's the equivalent of like a million American. You're like, hey, I made out like a bandit. Let's go. And <laughs> then you go the other way, and they go, this has got no value here. You know, it's funny. I was in Italy like two years ago. Same, the same concept, but I didn't know the euro was so much more powerful than the dollar. I wasn't thinking, and I got all these different euros, and I'm in Italy, and I remember, like the third day, I swear to God, everybody knew my name, and and I didn't realize I was tipping and I, like twenty American dollars, because like you know five or eight, ten, five euros. I said I think it's five dollars. Hey, five euros. I'm tipping everywhere. Here I'm giving like twenty American dollars to people every second. They're opening the door. By the third day, I swear to God, why, Mister Jimmy Cran? How are you? What do you need? Where you go, Mister Jimmy Cran? What's going on? Come on. And I go, I go to a coffee shop. It was packed, and they go, Mister Jimmy Cran's here. Get the cappuccino. And my wife's like, What? They're really friendly around here to you. Why do they know you? I go, I don't know. I mentioned my name. I don't know. And, like the th- and then like the fourth day, I was at a community like in a dinner thing, and these couples from France, and I tip like we normally tip twenty five percent or whatever. And they're like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "We don't tip here." I'm like, "What?" They, go, they don't even tip. And, and then he's trying to explain the euro, and I'm like, "Ah, okay, all right." When are you going to publish your travel book for the billionaire idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Think that'll sell very well. Just follow Jim's trail of money Wait, around the globe. That's our, that's our reality show. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's our reality show. I done screw up. You come in at the end of the show. <laughs> You're doing. This is what you just did. <laughs> He's right. already put seven Mexican kids through college just yeah. in the last two days. Here. I, did. I did. They're very happy. That's really wild, isn't it? I feel bad at little kids like last night. Oh, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't buy those little – they come up to you uh, and want you to buy the little bobblehead turtle or the little bobblehead dragon. You see, this is a dragon. This is Nemo. Yeah. And, they, like, and, and these kids are so adorable. And it's, it's 2 like, in the morning, though. Uh, it's not like school night. As soon as they yeah. can walk, they start working. 
I mean, really. It's hard to tell, though, who the kids are because they, they're born with mustaches here. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I either bought gum from, like, a tiny 50-year-old or I don't know what I did. Or a cute little kid. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to tell their their, their 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 management, their dads and moms, whatever, that we don't want a little piece of candy at, at two in the morning if they're partying. That is not good. We no, need we need like loose cigarettes or, yeah, right. or you know Doritos or something. <laughs> Individual Adderall. Yeah, yeah, yeah Adderall one at a time. Adderall yeah. good, right. right? There you go. It, yeah, not the thirty. What pack. do you got to like, do to get an Adderall? Yeah, this really. Time. It's good. Why? No, wait. What? What? You said. What was the pack of Adderall? 30? Uh, 30 for 80 bucks. So you didn't Family go for that? No, well, I don't want to. Is that a good I, mean, deal? I, I need a couple. I don't need, uh, I don't want to own part ownership of the company. Uh, Evans Pharmacy, <laughs> cut down here. I, I can see you doing that. Dude, I don't want to leave. I really, That's, I I'm really enjoy you, this. John Evans Pharmacy, Kev, would that be <laughs> I'm beautiful? I'm in. <laughs> Are you in? We should pitch in. That's a good amount of Adderall in case you just stay awake from now until Christmas. But here's the thing. <laughs> well, what about customs? You, you, when you bring it back, do they go, do you have a prescription for this? And I'm sitting there with my dick in my hand. Right. It's a stra- strange way to go through customs, by <laughs> the way. the worst way. <laughs> Dr. Mendoza or something. You do, yeah. They probably send you a doctor. I bet there's a doctor they send you to just write some out. Right? They got to do that. Uh, maybe. Bet. Maybe. So you can get them through. You know, They're building it right now. We're building John Evans Pharmacy in the back. A lot of construction going on here. This is heavy activity in here. People don't. First I mean, this, time, first time Mexico. This is my. I hate to say this because it makes me sound annoying, but I've been okay. to Cabo probably thirteen times in the last year. That's why the, in the festival last year. There. They wow. said it's it's like the playground for for Los Angeles yeah, and the I, West. I, I actually right? helped create the the comedy festival. I get no credit for it because I thought it, I thought it was going to be a colossal disaster. Really? But as we uh, have learned every day, that it's becoming less and less of a disaster. Meanwhile, there's some dentistry going on behind us right now. <laughs> They're building a new stadium. That's how big it's cavities filled. But yeah, I, I ended up sitting next to the guy uh, John, who put you know on a flight. I was coming back here. I come here a lot. I actually got married in Cabo. I got engaged in really? Cabo. Uh. Hopefully, one day I'll get divorced in Cabo. Cheaper. <laughs> wow. um, but uh, I was sitting next to him on a plane, and he said, yeah. Yeah, "We were talking. I did radio." He said, "I'd love you. I have your show down here." And I go, he goes, I really want to do a film festival in Cabo. And I said, yeah, who, yeah, a lot of people want to fly to paradise so they can sit in a dark room and watch some boring foreign <laughs> film. I go, how about a comedy festival? So we get a bunch of degenerates can sit around. Plus, right. well, comedians deserve it. This is the first time most of these comedians have ever seen the sun. Uh, this is true. And yeah, me. Look at this. The beach bum right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mike, you look like a I beach bum. I could burn into flames at any time. He's got an interesting red going on. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a shade of Roy G. Biz. <laughs> <laughs> what sunblock are you using? A thousand? Uh, yeah, ninety-five. Ninety-five. I think I got, there's yeah. ninety-five. So, I think, so you actually came up with the idea. For the so yeah, yeah, I don't take too much credit. I'm given no credit, especially you're giving this credit thing. now. Yeah. Thank you. If it, if it as long as no audience. Not only no credit, you can kick it right off the whole hosting. No, no thing. credit. I, I said, know where. I said the first. Hey, look, at least the first night you get to kick off the new talent showcase. I go. You know what? That's something. And then, right. and then, who, who comes into the room? Mr. Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's worth it because uh, you guys got a good crew and everyone's excited. We do. A bunch of my kind of people, degenerates and, you know, wherever, whatever. When the Steelers are having the season they're having, you need things like this. This is a distraction, brother. a smile on your face. That is true. You know it's religion in our town. Uh, No one for hurts. We're following them still, but it hurts. Who's your team? Who do you follow? Skins, which is equally depressing. but Well, you know, you got RG3 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's good. We're uh, we're roped into RG3. I don't think we get another draft pick until 2037. (laughs) It's definitely a good investment. Yeah. Hey man, tell us about now Playboy and all that. You're getting yeah. associated with Playboy and stuff. Have you, have you been to the, the mansion? Oh, many times. That's what I want to talk about. Many, many times. See, that's like a dream of mine. Never been? No, it's like Come a dream. On. 
It's I'm like sure the next time I go, you'll bump me. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one step in, and all of a sudden you'll roll up. I was, just, I was ready just to. You got to get me in. Yeah. Tell, tell me, what's it like, man? Is it like everything? Well, you it's think changed. Crazy? You know, when I start when I started there, Hef was. I remember the first party I went to, Hef's 80th birthday party, and it was you know, probably young, the man. greatest yeah. night of my life. And yeah. you know, he had like a nine to one girl to guy ratio. And usually when you hear about a girl to guy ratio, you have to allow for some women that are not attractive. There's the fat chick. There's, <laughs> They don't have any – every single woman is perfect. Every single one of them is naked. And it's and they all want to talk to you because for a while, me being a guy that just happens to be, just by when I was born, younger than Hef's friends from high school, this is what you get. You get Hef's friends from high school, okay. you get celebrities, and then you get a couple of riffraff like me hanging around. And But the women are looking for – they're just looking to be talked to. I mean, they spend all day painting their nipple. They want someone to uh, pay attention to it, you know? <laughs> so that's what I'm there for. I'm there to pay attention that to it. That is so cool, yeah. man. But, uh, but, you know, is, is, is sex going on everywhere in a grotto and all this shit? Yeah, they've got, it is room, they've got private room. It, it's funny. There's a, there's a game house there, which okay. some people know about. And then in the game – it's actually the same game house that Jimmy Kahn moved into after he was going through one of its divorces. He really? lived there. But off the side of the game house, there are these two private bedrooms. And then there's a third room that's completely remodeled to look like the inside of the van that Hef had when wow. he was seducing women at a at a more tender age. And <laughs> uh, and these are all just you go into these rooms that the, the doors don't lock because it's a fire hazard, but as a result of it now it's a semen hazard because you walk in <laughs> and there's always interesting things happening in there. If you walk always, in on crazy shit, always, always, yeah. yeah, it's unreal, man. I've been thrown out of the bathroom for Jose Canseco to have a threesome before. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the guy that ever has the good story. I'm like the guy that gets removed from the room so someone else can have the good, the good story. Yeah, yeah. They're like, get out of here so we can make a good story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, my best story is I clogged the toilet there one time, and it was like a real embarrassment because a bunch of like hot naked women are waiting to go in and check their makeup. And I just, it was you. I just aborted my dinner in the toilet. Are you, now, are you, can you, the thing about those Playboy women who are so perfect, I don't know how to talk to them. I wouldn't know what. Are you easy going with them? Can you just uh, strike it up? Or, or yeah, I'd be like, it's not. It's, it's hard because you have to yeah. – your first thought is, do they know I'm seeing them naked? Because, you know, we spend so much time just picturing women in clothing naked. Right. And then you don't have to picture that anymore. So there in a are. way, you've got all this extra brain power that you didn't really know was, was there for you. Yeah. But then you, it's kind of hard to find common interest. They're, like, perfect, and they've never had to work for anything in their life. And so you're like, so your thoughts on, uh, I don't know, this problem in Syria? And they're right. Like, what? Is that a cereal? That's kind of where the conversation ends. Do you so. talk to Hef? Does he come yeah, up, or is he just yeah. like a shake hand or say, no. everyone, how are you? I've got a lot of good conversations. Hef's a great, Hef's a great that's, guy. He's that, like a historian. He's kind of like a walking museum. Yeah. Not just the smell, well, but he also he <laughs> like, he really knows everything. I mean, he knows his history and the history of the brand, and he loves talking about it. He's, I mean, he's a really guys, proud guy. Yeah, you know how you always sit and say, who would you, could you talk to in history? If you could sit down and have dinner with anyone in history. He's always like top three is Hef because yeah. of who he's met. Plus, his, his dinner is always pussy, so. Exactly. Nine to one now, I found my dad's 25th Playboy anniversary edition, uh, like 79 or something, as my first exposure to pornographic images. And I went steady with that magazine for about for four years. Yeah. Just solo. Me and Candy, exact same Candy magazine. Loving. Oh, Candy Loving, yeah. Dorothy Stratton. <laughs> Dorothy Stratton, one of the all-time greats. Uh, man, it's good I, stuff. i got to tell you, Pam Anderson... When she first came out, before her, probably her second boob job was probably my favorite all time. Pam Anderson for center. Yeah. I before, just, before set number two. Before set uh-huh. number two. Yeah, <laughs> she had sort of a fresh kind of look. You know, it's like a mid Baywatch, third year Baywatch kind of thing. I think that was my all time. You have an all time favorite. Well, you have a I Hall was at, I was at the mansion for Cooper Hefner. That's Hef's youngest son. I mean, yeah. His birthday it was a small gathering. 
and I'm waiting at the at, for the valet, and I hear this very familiar raspy voice, and she goes, you know, did you leave something in your car too? And it's Pam Anderson, which was shocking to me because modern day Pam Anderson, yes, which right I would now. think, you know, people uh, say, oh, you know, she's really, you know, she's got to be closing in on fifty or something, mm-hmm. but. There's so, so se- the way Still she hot. even speaks. There's Still something hot. so sexy about her. Yeah. yeah. And then she asked if I knew you, and I go, "Wait a minute." And she goes, "Well, he wouldn't like my third set of breasts." So <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was your window. It's hard to <laughs> say. You know, it's hard to say favorite. They're all. I mean, because yeah. I meet the new playmate every month, you know, and and every time you meet a playmate, it's like falling in love all over a new again. Favorite. Yeah. But then the, the joys of doing morning radio is that sometimes I see them at 6 in the morning with no makeup on, so it's kind of like learning Christmas is fake every day. It's a combination of both those things. But they do look nice when they're all done up. You know what's funny? It's like, you ever go to the Comic-Con conventions and stuff, and they always have, like, the, the playmate from, like, 1972. Yeah, signing like, headshots. I love that stuff. Isn't it like the old-timers, like, cigarette? Hello, Legends honey, of hello, horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's my favorite. Nothing like, hotter than a playmate signing with Parkinson's on yes, a headshot. Yes, America's veins and the whole, you know, you're like, that was you. Just shaking her name you? across her picture. The Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it must be the greatest. It's it's had it, look. It's been there's been some great perks. There's been. Uh, I thought it'd be nice to bring half a gift the first time yeah. I was invited, and apparently he doesn't like gifts. He doesn't. And but he's got this zoo there, you know, with all these animals, monkeys and birds. And I knew he liked birds, so yeah. I stopped at the Petco and I bought this twenty dollar parakeet on the way into the mansion. And yeah, I realized idea, right? his, I thought so. His birds are all these like you know seventy thousand dollar you know endangered you know, <laughs> right. pelicans and falcons. Same so I, I, I give this bird to someone there, and they just they don't know anything. They let it go, and apparently the thing because for twenty dollars at Petco, it uh, it had a disease and it oh, got shit. like half of his zoo sick. Oh, are you no. kidding me? And and they call me later and they go, you're gonna have to come pick up your bird. The rest of Hef's animals are in quarantine, and you're not allowed back at the mansion. <laughs> And I go, wow. so. Oh. You know, first impressions are everything. Yeah, that was, that that was my amazing. first trip there. <laughs> Dude, your heart had to I, go, I don't really? know what I would have did. I would have been freaking. I thought I was, was going to like, win the all-star, like the, the, the all-access you know, all pass for life. I brought the I'm guy a bird. I'm imagining the phone call, like, you know, Kevin, I've had gifts in my life. Yeah, and But nothing. the bird, I cry when I look at the bird. <laughs> Instead, yeah. you get the quarantine the phone, Please deal. come pick up your bird yeah. immediately. It's ruined half <laughs> zoo. The only thing you worse than the only thing worse the than bringing the bring an infected uh, <laughs> parakeet to his place would be like showing up with Polly Shore. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. great. <laughs> it's impossible to show Not up cool. with him because he never leaves. He so he's always there. He's there. Are some people that you will see, no matter if you're there. They for are just a, there. Yeah. Sometimes we go there for like a 15 minute just chat at lunch to yeah. talk about what's going on, and, and they're there. You'll see like Scott Bayo just taking a dip in the grotto. Is he, who's, the, who's the key guys that are always there? Like, uh, he's always there. Con, James Conn's legendary there. Right? He's, he's basically there. I'll tell you, the, the guys I see, like clockwork, uh, I don't know their name. They're, they're active. Well, yeah. Hasselhoff's there a lot. See Hasselhoff man, a lot. Uh, really? Yeah, he's there quite a bit. Doing well. He's Well, he's there. I don't know if he's doing well. Yeah, he's yeah. there. <laughs> he's, he's, on his third, he's on his second set of breasts, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. Him and Pam get him together. And then uh, you see, you see uh, Paulie a lot. You see Vern Troyer. We don't see him, but he's there. <laughs> he's there a lot. And then you Does see, he get laid there? Does Benny get it? I, it's yeah. fu- I've seen Girl's him being carried out of the mansion twice by security and once by a hot woman. <laughs> so those are pretty good odds, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. I saw a documentary on Hervé Villages speaking, you know, like little people. And they said at the mansion, the girls, he got so much pussy. The girls, he'd lay him down. They'd spin him like a top. And whatever he landed, like pointed to, he got. 
I wouldn't surprise the girl picks him so up and weird. That's away. like banging a hairy baby. Why would you do that? Yeah, right. it's, it's amazing. So I bet Minnie Me gets, you know, it's yeah, amazing. He, he may he may do all right. But I, he's, he's regular, though. He's, he's regular. regular. He's yeah, there. You some go, guys... you'll see him playing pinball or something like that on a little Yeah, step. he's the pinball. <laughs> they put him in the machine and people knock him around. He's very little. You talk about buying gum from these Mexican children. It's very similar. To the, 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 he should just sell gum outside the mansion. <laughs> yeah, good gimmick. <laughs> do you do the Midsummer Night Party? You ever been I that? just was there, uh, what, probably about two, three, three weeks ago? Jeff, you're just like, no, Sean. Yeah. Well, not, I sound, I knew, and I knew this would happen, too, no, because you, 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 there's no thing. way to not sound douchey when you're a guy talking about going to the Playboy Mansion, and it got to the point where I was going so regularly for work yeah. that I would just go up there, it's I would pull work, in, yeah. I would go in and get myself some food, because I got some great food there, and then I would leave. And people are like, "Well, you've you've a fit. like, what else is there to do? You yeah. Might as well cut your penis off yeah. at this point." It's like you're like, yeah, you're like saying, "Yeah, yeah, I, t- I took batting practice at Fenway," and right, you know, right. it's like, guys are what? But it, but it is so it is so amazing. It's gotten less since I got married. It's gotten a lot less amazing. I'll say that much. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when I was single. Now it's now it's a lot of checking in. <laughs> it's cool. Your wife's cool me. though. You yeah, know? it's coolish. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Now you met you met her where? Did you meet her at the mansion, or did you meet her out uh, no, and about? Did you meet she, her with her? Uh, it's funny. She's from my hometown. From, okay. I'm from uh, D.C. originally, so All she's right. from my hometown. But I I met her out in L.A. Yeah. And um, just, Lo- just been so, married long? A, a year. We got married in Cabo about a year right ago. Here right here. Cabo, right man. here. Just yeah. d- just down the beach. Yeah. Just That's down the beach. Pretty cool. We had man. children throwing gum at us instead of rice. <laughs> <laughs> we got it, it was really romantic. You know, you so. shouldn't do that because the birds will come down and eat the gum. and uh, it kills the birds. It kills Whoa. the birds. Yeah. Uh, just go bring them over to half. <laughs> just when they're about to die. Yeah, be the best, brother. I appreciate you being on the show, my hey, man. thanks so much for having me. It's uh, uh, really a pleasure to meet you. And thanks for that half a joint, buddy. man. You're the best. Thanks for sharing those stories, I don't know what man. you're talking about. You're, <laughs> you're like my new idol. You need to know oh, that. stop it, please. You are. Thanks. After those stories, man. I look forward to being bumped by you later tonight. All right, I'll see you later. Take care, guys. Good seeing you. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin Thanks Kevin. We'll be back with more. It's Jim Cran, No Restrictions, live from Cabo to Cabo Comedy Fest, Sideshow Network. So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new.com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com, enter code CREN at checkout, or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimCren.com. Down Jim Grin, no restrictions on the Sideshow <laughs> Network. We are back. Uh, man, said Kevin Klein, I'm a really funny guy. And this Cabo Comedy Fest, man, it's just been a, it's been a blast. It, it uh, Hanging out here at the beach every day, doing shows at night. One of the great performers this shows year. Shows and shots. Shows and shots, right, shows Johnny? Everybody's shots. performed well. Uh, you know, Johnny's been doing great. Mike Wysocki, um, you know, Aaron and Terry. And, and one of our favorites uh, is here joining us. My one of the buddy, all-time greats. One of the all-time greats, Mark Eddy. <laughs> he is. My buddy Mark Eddy, Pittsburgh uh, guy, oh. you know, our guy. He's been with me. I've known Mark for like 30 years. We have almost. Has it been that long, man? Probably, yeah. Really? Yeah, I'd say at least 20, 28, 27, Well, I was about 12 years. when I started, so that's about we right. We were, right. yeah, really. And it was funny because when you know, I'm so proud of Mark. He's one of the most respected headliners in the game, and, and we're, we're here at the, you know, the festival, and... Yeah, and everyone knows him. And I, I remember 
when you first started doing comedy, and, and I was in Atlanta. I was doing a show, I think, at the Tropicana or something. And you and Dave, yeah, yeah. came out to Vegas. Came out, we a all bunch of friends, out. and we're hanging. Nicotero was there, I think. Frankie, oh, was that somebody's bachelor party, maybe, or something? Might have been. Somehow you guys were there. I was working at Trop, and you guys were there. And I was like, God, the boys are here. We partied all night. Oh. I remember you saying you wanted you started. That was when you started. That's when I you said I like want to start doing comedy. I was doing start. music before that. Yeah. Was, and uh, someone said, let me introduce you to Jeff Schneider. Yeah. Your career will take <laughs> off. <laughs> he will squelch <laughs> those <laughs> dreams right away. <laughs> Between him and Randy, the general manager of the henchman. <laughs> Yeah, those guys were, were no, tough. Mark, on Mark, Mark started off, but it's. Let I me mean, just think yeah. of that beginning, though, and here yeah. you are now, man. Yeah, we're sitting, Jim, I know. Sitting in the man. beach. It's been a. We were long talking about time. that earlier. Sitting at the beach in Cabo, man. Oh, it's too fun. Man, look at this. This is beautiful, folks. If you could be here, it's, I mean, I'm looking at Lovers Beach. Mm-hmm. As I'm sitting here with five guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> will, you mar- will you marry me, Mark Eddie? Rose being bros. Who's got that time to play, boy, man? Man love. Tonight on Mandate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. And this is our waiter, Lorenzo. Yeah. Lorenzo, say hello. Lorenzo. Hola, como están? Yeah, that's Lorenzo, <laughs> man. He's the man. Great. He's you know, keeping us hydrated. We are in Cabo right now. Right. Hydration is very important. <laughs> thank you. Laqua? Thank you. Gracias. Agua. Uh, I'm picking up the language, See? by the way. We're picking it up. Oh, you're we picking I am up the lingo. I am right here. here. Mexico. Mucho gracias. We I say that. grassy ass. Yes. Just like <laughs> anybody would. Hola. 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 There's Hola. a good one. Hola, señorita. <laughs> oh, no, señora. Okay. That guy looks like Ken Jong if he really let himself go. <laughs> Ken Jong, <Jung. laughs> the, the guy the, with the yeah, no shirt, yeah, <laughs> big fat Asian guy. I like the it's fact terrible. that, that yeah, no one's afraid to take the shirt off. Yeah, they, they will take the shirt off. No, here, just it's, let it's it good. rip, baby. That's let right. Danny Eagle took her shirt off earlier, and that was not pretty. They had well, we had a, we had a, uh, a, a white off. <laughs> you had a white between, off between uh, uh, Danny Eagle and, uh-huh. uh, and Mike Wysocki. Yes, had a white off. Quienes mas blanco, uh, Dana or Miguel? It was really I mean, close, really. by the way, because you both had like a shade, like a pink burn. So. Have you or Dana ever seen the sun, the, the the sunlight? This is this is. I get burnt in just a few seconds. I, there's no in between. I only get tan. It's either bright red bright or red pasty or, white. Those there are my go. two choices. Mikey, I know Mikey works on the beach. People think you were like kidnapped in some basement yeah. in Juarez for the last six months. And like, I know. Right, he's on the beach, and we got to get him. You know, <laughs> a lost albino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you, Maybe it's you, a lost are, indigenous tribe Mark, here from you, Cabo. Do you do that? Do you do that board, boarding stuff where people are taking the you know, like the the boogie boards or the the, the surfboards? Oh yeah, the, the, and, the, and they go out like yes. across the bay here the, or wherever. Yes. The, you do that? Yes, that's crazy. I, I have done it. Is it? Yes. Da- it's, it's dangerous, isn't it? It's, it's ocean. Not right at all. There. Not you at know? all. Couple no, of yards. I mean, it's, um, no, it's very safe. Everybody it's very safe, it especially day. if you have a. No shocks. You know, a pontoon tied around your, your neck, you're fine. <laughs> but, but you're, you think something's safe is like that's the, the reason I would never like bungee jump or anything because no I'd way. be the guy that ended up on real TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't measure it right. No, yes. no, what I do is safe. I get on the, 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 the little the little you know, the little uh, kayak and I do the little paddle. I'm real safe. I got the got the life vest on. I'm I'm all about safe. My wife, now on the other hand, Cindy. Yeah. Yeah, Cindy's a complete, absolute nut. She is yeah. just. She was. A, she like jumps off cliff diving. Jumping off cliff diving. Diving off cliffs. Not just jumping. Not just jumping. Diving. She oh, set my. records in college. She was a diver, uh, but I mean, she's literally like 
MacGyver. I mean, she's like MacGyver <laughs> Diver. She's crazy. I mean, she is nuts. She's. I married Pinky Tuscadero, for those of you that need a visual <laughs> wow. out there. She used to race dirt bikes professionally. My uh, wife wow. was a, a dirt bike. Well, I didn't know those videos you huh, see with, really? the, with the, the, the dirt bike rider. They jump the 30-foot mound of dirt. They go 30 more feet in the air, do tricks and shit. You're wow. kidding. That's Cindy. She's like this beautiful, really. She's cute. Like, really, beautiful model. She is beautiful. quite cute. Until you, you just can't imagine her in a dirt bike. And, you yeah. know. Cindy's cute as can be. She's, yeah. she's tough, though. 110 she is an adventure. Pounds, she's trying to get wet. me to go out on that, on that thing. I don't know. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm asking everybody how dangerous it is. And it's not that bad. It's, it's actually very, very exhilarating. It's Dude. fun. You get your, you get all set up. Get the jet skis. Go on the jet skis. We do that all the time. You can, you can ride around, go through, see the arch. You just drive out huh. there. You see the arch to the right. Because from this angle, we don't really get a view of the arch where we are. So you got you got to take a, a little... Um, just take a jet ski, man. Just get one of yeah. these guys. Never, you know? Mark. I will end up on like like Johnny no, said. I will end up in the news. Yeah, something. The Probably jet ski does look like fun. Waterway thing will take me out into the middle of the ocean. No, well, you got to do it. Did we not learn anything from the Brady Bunch episode when they went yeah. to Hawaii? Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and Greg found that satanic tiki that he wore. Yes. The tarantula. Kind yeah. Doolilu. Doolilu. And they were in a cave with Jim Bacchus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mark here. I, I, got, I got to say, you know, in, in, with the comedy festival and all that, um, he, he's the most amazing guy because Mark's really humble, but he knows everyone. Like everyone knows everybody. Mark. Everybody knows. And I was just say real quick, he's like you, you two, me and John, not so much, but you and Mark. Like, if someone doesn't like either one of you, then they're pretty much an asshole. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it is true, though. We were talking about this. I have this, I have this knack for brushing with greatness. I mean, like, literally, I just sat down at a panel discussion. They're doing a panel on political comedy, political satire, and Lynn, Lynn uh, Winstead is the... Um, Liz, the uh, Liz Winstead. Yeah, Will she's Durst. The, the, Will Durst is in there, and Ben Glebe, and all these these people that we all admire, and, and they're all in there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm in the panel, and Freaking this guy walks in, sits down next to me, and he looks at me, and he's like, uh, who's the moderator? I go, that's Lynn Winstead. And he goes, and he goes, oh, okay, I didn't recognize her. And I go, oh, my God, it's Bud Friedman. I mean, like, Bud <laughs> Friedman just sits down <laughs> next the, to the, me. The, the he's comfortable. He knows me. You know, I yeah. know Bud and everything from years. But it's weird. It is weird. Because well, I can tell know, these stories that are just like it, little brushes with greatness over here. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I'm a kid from Pittsburgh. You're a kid from Steubenville. You know, we, we talked about this uh, on a couple weeks ago, and I was in Los Angeles, guys, and and I was at this uh, charity event that, that Mark and Cindy help out with, and it's for, like, St. Jude's Hospital. It's really cool. But the fun thing is I'm, I'm out in the audience. I'm, I'm standing there, and there's Mark. And like I said, these are my – my, we, you know, we party together back in the – you know, in the burger. You know, those kind of guys. Shit face the Berman. He's at 2 in the morning. And it's like, this is my guy, and he's up there with Robbie Krieger. Robbie you know, Krieger, other, the doors. Freaking wow. doors, yeah. man. I mean, amongst – It's all kind me of and my celebrity. band, and the band is, like, Robbie Krieger from the doors, legendary guitar player, founding member of the doors. Then you got uh, you got uh, Phil Chen, who's a legendary bass player, toured with uh, everybody from you know Rod Stewart. He was with Rod Stewart for years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we've got uh, oh, on guitar Tommy Thayer. He's he's Kiss. Sebastian Bach was hanging Sebastian out. Sebastian Bach is singing out. He's singing lead. And, and there's then, Mark. And then Eric Singer, the drummer for Kiss, yeah. is, is on the drums. Jeez. And then we're just playing. We do three Kiss songs. I don't think any of that got it. We you get off imagine, stage, and you know, these guys 20... are looking at me like, you, "Do you know what you just did?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but." <laughs> 24 years buddies. on a classic rock station. I'm sitting there going, Mark, this is fucking Robbie Krieger. You are playing guitar with, brother. And, so, and then you, go, you told me story. My favorite, I love this, the Robin Williams. you got to tell the Robin Williams story with, uh, with oh, Robbie man, Krieger, oh, man. Yeah, this well, my first time, it was my first time headlining at the uh, Hollywood Improv. This is about 10, 12 years ago, maybe. And it was my first headline spot at, the, at Melrose Improv. You know, the whole thing. So I was, like, really proud. I was excited. So I invited uh -huh. a bunch of people to come out. 
Robbie Krieger comes out that night with a bunch of our friends, and because he he's been a fan of mine, go figure for for whatever years, <laughs> and yeah, heard me on the five o'clock funnies. A lot of these guys heard me on radio, and, right. and so that's how they got Started introduced. Building, and I was introduced, and I was invited to do some of these little events around town, these little fundraisers and charities, and I'm always up for that. So, mm-hmm. so that's how I get to know him. Little backstory. So uh, Robbie's there, and we do. Uh, I do my set. Do great. The show's fantastic. Excellent. I get this crazy standing ovation, and then the crowd, and I go, hey, you guys, you want to hear one more, maybe? And the crowd, yes, one more. I go, well, a friend of mine is in the audience, Robbie Krieger, founding member of The Doors, legendary guitar player. I'm going to bring him up, so I had an extra guitar. Robbie comes up, straps on an acoustic. We sit down, and we play uh, Light My Fire and a couple other songs, and the crowd goes berserk. I mean, it's absolutely nuts. It was a surreal experience. And then after the show, and we're done, and people are filing out, and we're shaking hands and saying hello, and Robin Williams walks up to me. He was in the crowd. And Robin comes up and he says, hey, man, uh, that was a great set. That was great. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> and you're right there. Oh. there. Oh, holy shit, it's Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, Rob, Rob, Rob fucking Williams, man. So he goes, he goes, yeah, man. I said, Robin, I, I said, Robin it's, it's a pleasure to meet you, an yeah. honor. I said, you know, I'm glad you, and he's, oh, I really enjoyed the show. It was great. And he was kind of hanging a little longer right. than, like. You're, like, wondering, what is like, this? Like, what is going on? All right, Robin Williams, back off. my hand, Robin you know, and I'm going, Williams, what? You I haven't heard any <laughs> gay <laughs> stories about him. He's <laughs> So I'm thinking, what's going on here, man? So I'm shaking Robin in, and he goes, oh, hey, man, would you, would you mind introducing me to Robbie? I'm a big Doors fan, man. <laughs> just make my night. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, my God, absolutely. So next thing you know, I'm walking over and trying to find Robbie you're and pulling him away from these, people. You're and, sitting there hanging with Robin Yeah, and then we talked Robin for two and a half hours. I mean, we all sat really? around talked, and Robin's just, I mean, Phenomenal. So well, it's, Robbie it's, it is the nicest guy to introduce me to him. One of the nicest guys oh, in the world. Yeah. That's the thing. You get a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, you really get a peek behind I the curtain do. on a lot of these people. I get an interesting look behind uh, behind the curtain. Uh, behind on, the curtain. On, yeah. On, yeah. Mark is going to be on a podcast uh, soon coming up. We're going to be talking <laughs> yes. a lot. I'm about, going to launch my podcast. Yeah, Jim has inspired my podcast. It's just we're. We don't know what to call it yet. Million of stories, be, man. It's yeah. going to be some of this, this kind of this kind of stuff. It's well, going to be, it's, yeah. We'll give, we'll give a real short. We'll give a short version. Of my, my, one of my favorite all times because George Lopez is on the Sideshow oh, Network. He's uh, yeah, one of my George. favorite comedians. I, you know, I think he's brilliant. Such but, a gentleman. but the fun thing is when you hear from guys like Mark on what a what a class act, what a kind guy well, he is. And you get, like yeah. I say, you get a little peek behind a curtain on some of these guys. And Mark, or we, he, Mark and I were in the car talking about it. I don't know how we come to George Lopez. Yeah. We're talking about favorite comedians or whatever, and Mark yes. loves them too. And yeah. and uh, I guess maybe because we were coming to Mexico and doing a Cabo. And, but anyway, he tells me a story about how nice of a guy I he thought was. of it, man, because I, I was headlining at the Ice House, and we're all comics, so we all know. John, right. the, you know, you, you know, you know, Mike, you guys, we're all comics, so we understand this. Okay, so when you're in... L.A. especially, and you're headlining, and the worst thing fucking you can imagine is getting upstaged by a real fucking celebrity. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Drop the mic and walk Right. Up. Exactly. You know, you've heard the stories, you know, you know, somebody walks in and they just, they just grab the mic and that's it. You end up room, closing, doing done. five minutes and everybody's just paying their check and leaving. So, right. you know, and that happens a lot. You know, it does happen at venues occasionally. It could, yeah, in L.A. So, words, yeah, you, know, you walk in and, and yeah, you know, freaking, you know, whatever, wants to go up on stage. I'm, uh, I'm, I can't even think of a name right. right now, but, you know, somebody walks up on stage, that's it. They own it because right. they're like the real deal. And I'm just coming up. I'm trying to, you know, just hold my own, you know, whatever. We did a little promotion. So I got, like, some loyal people there. Family uh, room's full. <laughs> it's great. Sitting in the green room right before the show. It's like we're, I'm going to do the whole week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Ice House in Pasadena. 
I'm all excited. First time headlining. It's one of my first. It actually, yes, it was. I think it was, if not my first, it was right. one of my first times headlining that room. It's a great room, fantastic legendary room. room, legendary yeah. room. You still have so to I'm deliver. There, I'm in the green room. I got to deliver. I'm, I'm really the, the stress is on. I'm got my set list. I'm all excited. I'm re- and fucking in walks George Lopez. He walks in the green room, and I'm looking, and they're looking there, and the manager comes in and goes, you know, George is going to do some time on the show, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, well, yeah, you know, and I'm trying to act real cool. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. yeah, and not just tonight, Wednesday, but we'll tomorrow, work. and all the shows, two shows on Friday, <laughs> the rest three of shows life. Saturday. God. All the shows all year. Just yeah. wants to work out some stuff. He's doing a set. He's going to be hosting the uh, the Emmys or something that uh. year or something. And so we, he wants to work out some I'm like, oh, well, oh, well, yeah. I'm trying to be, you know, a yeah, gentleman. Calm, like, yeah, so then, you know, cool. things kind of settle. We're all just sitting there for a minute. I meet George for the first time. Never met him before. He's a legend. I'm sitting there meeting, and, and they're, we're eating, and he's, he's going, hey, man, you know, so I just want to do a little bit of time. And I'm like, I'm like George, you can have this stage. Yeah, I listen. Yeah. I, I go, how about I go up first? How about I go up and do like 10, and then you can just have it, man. You can close the, the night. He goes, right. oh, no. No, he goes, I don't want to do that. Specifically, I don't want to do that, man. He goes, I got a real tight, like, 20 minutes that I want to do right before you. <laughs> right before you. Fucking, of course, right before me. <laughs> and he goes, he goes but, but specifically, I don't want to close it. I want to, I want to do it right in the middle. I go, uh, gulp, okay. So I'm, I'm on board. Okay, no, no problem. He goes, but hey, man, don't worry. Don't worry, man. It's going to be fine. You're going to do great. These people are going to love you. <laughs> And he's telling me all this shit. Like I'm going, for you fuck, this is going to suck. <laughs> uh, like, big time suck, you know? And I, I'm just, I'm losing it, man. I'm like, I'm kind of, and so the opener goes on. He does like his 10 minutes, and then a feature act comes on, does uh, like like 20, and he's like, and then all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, actually, they cut the feature back to about 10. Well, I got a celebrity in the house today. It's a big surprise. He didn't billboard it at all, and it was a huge surprise. Right. Audience goes fucking berserk. Berserk. He walks, he's about to walk up on stage, just looks at me. He goes, listen, man, I'm going to introduce you, by the way. I go, you are? He goes, yeah, man. He walks up on stage. People lose it. Does right. 20 minutes, fucking annihilates kills, the annihilates the room. Just, just annihilates uh-huh. the fucking room. <laughs> N- nothing left. I'm thinking, that, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> I got my guitar. I got that going for me. So I'm like, fuck. So he's at the end. He closes his set, and he brings the crowd down to a hush. And he goes, folks, he goes, listen, I'm glad. Thank you so much for your attention, for listening to me, for my set and for, for you know, your, your support and the, the show. We'd be nothing without you. And he goes, but listen, man, he goes, I came here tonight to the Ice House just to see this next performer. Wow. Uh, He's a dear, dear friend of mine. <laughs> nice. A great friend in this business. So hard to find. He's here. He's, a, he's amazing. You guys are going to love him. He said, please give him the same respect and attention that you gave me during my set because I'm going to be right out there in the audience watching him and cheering with you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, please bring up the stage my very good friend, Mr. Mark. I never fucking met the guy in his life. <laughs> wow. Mark Eddy brings me up. You, touching you. Yeah. crowd Think goes berserk. I have the best set of my life wow. Wow. at the Ice House ever. Now, we do that every single night, and he does it just like it's a line. Like, you know, uh-huh. I thought he was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, That's Paul amazing. Rodriguez. Yeah. Paul Rodriguez, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I bring up a yeah, I'm, I'm looking around exactly. Like, during the intro, I'm like, who the fuck else is going up? I seriously, while he was giving the intro, I thought someone else was going to come There's no way he could be talking about me, right? My that dear friend, so cool. yeah, right. it's so hard to find a friend in this business. 
This is the guy. Yeah, but what a class act. That's a pro. That's, that's a, a cool pro. Story. That yeah. is a pro. That, that yeah, 30 man. seconds changed the whole night. If he had gone off to like a standing ovation, right. drop oh. a mic, and peace him out, peace yeah. gone. Well, how do you follow Death, you do. Death would but have that's followed just, that. Yeah, that's a great story, buddy. You know, yeah. you tell and stories it, you like know, that. And, you know, it's a, you, but you got a million of these. That's the thing with Mark. He's got a million of these stories, man. You just hear I don't know about what it is, though. I don't know if it's universe or whatever. You and I talked about this. I don't know what it is. I'm consistently putting as positive an energy out there as I can. But, yeah. you know, it doesn't always come back, you know, to us. So you got to keep right. trying. But there is a there's a silver lining, right? Hey, buddy. Silver lining playbook. Silver, yeah. You know what, though, man? You're making noise. Excelsior. You're making noise. I'll tell you what. The crowds uh, love you every time I see you, man. You're getting standing ovations. Crowds are loving you, Mark. And, you know, we'll, we'll oh, be man. getting back to Pittsburgh soon, to, you know. and I love performing. That's all I love. Seeing you out I in love. L.A. And, you, yeah, man, you're, you're – you know, definitely I, think it's sometimes, mark. I think sometimes we don't even, I mean, we forget that how, what a sweet job it is to like, n- to not have a real job. Yeah. I know. Right. You know? To sit yeah. at the beach and <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable to you be know, a comic. this is great. All these great comics that, you know, I've worked with over the years and you just bump yeah. into them and you're like, I haven't seen you. Bam. And- yeah, me too. And as a musician, this is this is another thing that happened. I was at a retreat uh, this this uh, summer with a bunch of songwriters and singers and people, and uh, I met uh, James Taylor's brother, Livingston Taylor, really, who's a very well known in his own right, yeah. a songwriter and a singer and a storyteller. What was he? And he's just he like? remarkable. Yeah, Livingston Taylor. Look him up. He, he's he sound phenomenal. A bit like exactly. James? How about Does like he James sound fucking exactly Taylor? James yeah, Taylor? exactly. So, so this is JT's brother, and he's and we're we're talking about this same thing. How lucky we are yeah. right, to be able to do this. And you know what he did? He, he looked at us and he goes, "Man, he goes, it is it is a little bit of a mind fuck, isn't it?" And he goes, "Man, he goes, he goes, because you know, he goes, man, he goes, you know what it is, man? We figured out." He said, "I don't know about you know, like my brother is huge, you know, and a lot of big stars, but he said, I figured out a long time ago yeah. how to get a lot of people." To give me a little bit of money. If I could get ah. a lot of people just to give me a little bit of money. He goes, it's much better than a few people giving me a lot of money. Because you know why? Then they get to tell you what the fuck to do, right? Right. You're right. But if you get a lot of people just to give you a little yeah. bit of money, then That's you can do the whatever game. the fuck you want. Right. You can wear your pajamas until 2 p.m., he said. <laughs> <laughs> I think we find the name for your podcast, Mindfuck. Mindfuck. <laughs> there it is. Mark Eddie's Mindfuck. You know, Mark wrote the theme song for our show. Yeah. For No Restrictions. Yeah. Uh-huh. No Restrictions, man. You were the author. Of the, I did. The, yeah, you and Rick Wachowski put the theme song together, man. <laughs> You're the guy. Hey, we're, we're gonna, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna keep everyone posted. We're gonna put a big show together in in, uh, in Pittsburgh with Mark and everybody. We're gonna do a big charity jam coming up. Soon. We will. We'll rock all it right? out. We'll get we'll get Ricky Wikowski yeah, from Studio L. Yep, yep. Get and, all the guys uh, together, man. So, yes, Mark Eddie, you're the best, buddy. Thanks, brother. I love you Thanks guys. I love show, you, Jim. Man. Love you, John. <laughs> Thanks, man. Mikey, the Cabo, man. Positive the energy guy. Positive, brother. Celsius. Thanks, my man. Jim Cran. No restrictions with the Cabo Comedy Fest on the side show. Network. Thanks for downloading. listening to comedy try watching it on the internet 
The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.